This is the exciting thing about him. He was a race car driver. He drove cars. He drove them very Honestly, fast. Honestly, like, if I were the lead on The Bachelor, that would be the whole thing. I'd be like, this is Claire. She likes books. Here's Claire. Remember <laughs> how she books. likes to read? She read them. We're just starting the first page of the story of our love. That would that actually work there's well. No, I, like I have that. no other traits <laughs> except watching The Bachelor and that would Welcome to Here to Make Friends, a HuffPost podcast about The Bachelor franchise, where we lovingly snark on The Bachelor and Bachelor-adjacent shows. Whether you love The Bachelor or love to hate it, we're here to break down every single delicious moment with you. I'm Emma Gray. And I'm Claire Fallon. This is the week of women not having fun with The Bachelor, but blaming themselves and crying instead of walking away feeling radiant and, and empowered over their reclaimed time. In short, it's week three. A huge fail of a week three. But of course, the harder The Bachelor fails, the more we have to talk about it. So let's do this. We're joined today by the lovely and witty Ashley Spivey. Uh, you may remember her from this podcast in the past also brad womack second season of the bachelor um her amazing twitter account which blends politics with the bachelor our kind of gal <laughs> anything else you'd like to plug <laughs> maybe my book club oh, oh yeah. yeah you have a whole it's like five thousand members yeah. now right yeah i follow your instagram stories closely thank you <laughs> amazing if like a guy who was on the bachelorette started book club i can't envision it like james taylor's uh, book club what would you even read bill o'reilly the book o'reilly the bill o'reilly books like for kids yes and they're like say please please <laughs> um okay so let's get started because there's so much to talk about uh first of all um they clearly woke all the girls up at, like, 6 a.m. so that they could talk about how tired they are. Um, one of my least favorite parts of the show. Um, and then Chris Harrison shows up uh, with Disappointing a... news. Because he's just, he's just you know, there to deliver the hard truths. Like, some of you don't get to leave this house this week. Yeah. You poor kids. You're going to have to stay. Um, he says, uh, not everyone will get a date. There will be two group dates this week. And then he says, a beautiful aphorism, <laughs> the golden rule is that time is precious. And also, you know what they say, behind every good man is a very strong woman. Which isn't true. That's not no, something people no. say. <laughs> no one says that, Chris no. Harrison. They might say behind every good man is a good woman. He needs or, to read up on his uh, platitudes. Yeah, maybe he's trying to coin his own here. Um, but it's too close to the original, so just a fail on every front. But today, they're going to put that to the test. Um, I think there's going to be a physical challenge date, Claire. <laughs> the group date a card uh, goes to Mikkel, Jacqueline, Lauren B., Tia, Marique, Becca M., Bibiana, and Crystal. And it says it's all about the ring. And these girls aren't stupid. They're like, this is going to be a wrestling date. <laughs> And it is. And it is. And <laughs> this it is. This is really an example of an underutilization of Kenny King. I'm a little bit upset about how little airtime he got. I wish he would have trained them. Yeah. yeah. Wouldn't that have been so much better than those women who oh. went a little too far? I was sad mean. because I love the show Glow, and this is like a Glow-inspired yes. date. And the original, the inspiration for Glow, the real Glow, is also like really, really fascinating. Yes. 
But they just... The women that showed up just went, like, a little too far with their intense ribbing of these girls. First of all, I think we should note that this event was called Glob. It's the worst (laughs) The gorgeous ladies of The Bachelor. It's also amazing because it takes the one part of glow that is relevant to the fact that they're wrestling on this date and replaces it with the bachelor yeah like it really should be like wrestling blow. lady it should yeah. be blow yeah. Yeah. Bachelor, bachelor ladies, ladies of, wrestling. of wrestling i wonder yeah. why they didn't go with that <laughs> um, so. i don't know it's kind of better than glob <laughs> it's I a like little it little more suggestive you know i uh, think they should lean into that they're fine they're Women That's are true. straddling Ari. Yeah. Like, let's yeah. just more just suggestive than Marie and Lauren B's little wrestling. That's true. Little I segment. think it's important to remember <laughs> that blowjobs are a sin, even within marriage. <laughs> um, Not until the fantasy scene. <laughs> yeah. Um, meanwhile, Ari is already in costume. Uh, he's wearing exactly what he wears to every rose ceremony, plus an eye mask. So that's how you know he's the kissing bandit. He borrowed it from Annalise. Yep. Yeah. Same <laughs> costume as Annalise. He was like, wow, that's really clever. I'm going to try that. Um, and the, the uh, glow girls who show up uh, are Ursula and Angelina. I took note of that in case anyone remembers which one is which. Um, Little Egypt. Little that's Egypt, I, I think, think is Angelina. Okay. I was like, oh, God, a good reminder that this will probably be really racist yes. soon. Um, and... Uh, I was at the point in my notes where I was writing down literally everything. So um, (laughs) Becca is, like, super excited. Becca is exactly the type of person who is obsessed with Glow. Um, The original, not just the Netflix show. Yeah. (laughs) Did she say that? She implied it. Okay. She, she like, talked she's a like, lot about like watching WWE. Do you even watch wrestling, bro? Like, come on. (laughs) Um, Ari, meanwhile, does not know anything about wrestling, but he does like cars. I don't know if you guys have I heard didn't about know that. that. No. Yeah. Um, in case you like were wondering if he's a, manly, he does an like cars. Extremely limited store of facts about Ari, and they just keep repeating them to remind us like, this is the exciting thing about him. He was a race car driver. He drove cars. He drove them very Honestly, fast. Honestly, like, if I were the lead on The Bachelor, that would be the whole thing. I'd be like, this is Claire. She likes books. Here's Claire. Remember <laughs> how she books. likes to read? She read them. We're just starting the first page of the story of our love. That would that actually work there's well. No, I, like I have that. no other traits <laughs> except watching The Bachelor, and that wouldn't play well. Um, okay. So the girls start sort of getting into practicing the moves, but they are not selling them. They're like they're, they're not smiling too much. They're apparently. giggling. They're not taking this seriously. It's pretend fighting, and they're not taking it seriously. Uh, which is when the glow ga- ladies get a little, a little psychologically cruel. Yes, they're clearly trying to like provoke some genuine anger, sort of like in Glow the series when uh, the director makes uh, a real, like, storyline out of the uh, interpersonal conflict of the two leads. Yeah. It worked better on that show. Well, because they already hated each other. He just convinced them to fight. Right. But I think you could teach someone the moves first and then teach them how to act like you're angry at everyone else. Especially since they're not really supposed to be hurting each other. So maybe separate those two. Yeah. Well, that's what I didn't get about um, when she was talking to Tia. It was like... 
just show her the moves first. Let her feel comfortable with that. And then you can, you know, teach her how to get angry. And you're dealing you know? with a lot of <laughs> very not... overtired women. Yes. And if yeah. someone pulled my hair, I would freak out. Oh, that <laughs> yeah. is not the cool. The ponytail pull and yeah. then also the weird racial microaggression against yeah. Bibiana's name. Like, yeah. There are better ways to, you know, get your point across. Especially, like, yeah. Bibiana was, like, sort of getting into the spirit and, like, shit talking back with them. And so they were like, okay, time to psychologically break her by making a racist comment that also insults her mom. Yes. It's like, no, that's not, clearly that's not going to help anything. Um, I think that was Angelina. She was like, so what's your name? How do you spell it? Yeah. Could your mom not spell? That doesn't even make sense. It should have been this. (sighs) Not cool. She did exactly what I would have done. Like, I would have gotten so angry, I would have started crying. Me too. Yeah. (laughs) Because, like, what can you do? Anytime I feel a strong emotion, yes. I end up crying. Me too. Yeah. I mean, what what can Bibiana do in that circumstance? Like, she's not actually supposed to punch this lady. Right. Um, Tia and Bibiana, though, the people I thought were least likely to end up crying within 10 minutes of starting this event. They both seem so, It like, made it kind of endearing. Yeah. Yeah. I, I felt real, genuine um, empathy for them. And they pulled it together. They did. They, they, did. they, they. Everyone ended up having a good time with it once they got into their cougar sex kitten costumes. <laughs> oh my god! Um, I mean, I think we should point out that, that the costumes were not that racist, but they were extremely sexist. Yes, it really leaned the other direction, except so. for the yeah. lunch lady. I love. I love that. <laughs> Actually, Bridezilla. That is yeah. sexist, but the the way they expressed it was pretty funny. Yeah, yeah dinosaur head. <laughs> That's true. Um, I mean, I was just so relieved that they didn't make Bibiana like the, the spicy f- Latina. Yeah, yeah. that yeah. I was like, cool, Bridezilla. Wait. I know. Yeah, I, I was like, yeah, that's wrong. fine. I'll, <laughs> I'll let it slide. Um, so I guess Becca, some of them are lame though. Becca is a cat, Marik is like gold, gold digger. Gold digger. Gold yeah. digger. Oh, oh. Right. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I They're thought she hoping. was just Ugh. gold. No. <laughs> I was like, Missed, cool. Some of those. <laughs> Crystal's a cougar, mm-hmm. which I was like, does she know what the term means? Yeah, I don't She think seemed so. a little too enthusiastic. Yeah. Hey, maybe she loves empowered older women who go after what they want sexually. I hope that's why. I, she hope, yeah, I hope that's I hope that's why. <laughs> um and this is when Kenny shows up. They're like all already in costume. Kenny just shows up to fight Ari, which was a bad idea for Ari. Like, I, it just doesn't... You don't want to be compared to Kenny. No. And then, of course, they made Kenny be the heel, right? Is that the right term? Yeah, yeah where mm-hmm. he he loses in the end. But it was not convincing. I mean, you heels can win. Well... The heel is like the villain. Sure. I do you even Kenny watch WWE? No, but <laughs> I, do, I do watch Glow, the Netflix series. <laughs> and I loved it. Yeah. So great. I mean, isn't a new season about to come out? I, Couldn't they have brought on some people from the actual show? Who give me some Betty to, Gilpin. Yes. I mean, I, I liked the idea behind having the original Glow me Girls. Me too, actually. Like, they're I, the inspiration. And, and the old photos are really amazing yeah. of them. But maybe but, both. Maybe they didn't need to be racist. That's just <laughs> yeah. the only yes. thing. Like, yes. maybe, like, don't be racist. It's right. like, just as a blanket rule. I mean, I think the woman who made that comment was the Little Egypt. So clearly she was like, this is just how it is here. We're all going to be a little racist to each other. 
Um, but okay. this is not how we do things now. Um, and uh, they start having the ladies' rounds. Um, can we talk about Marique and Lauren B's round? <laughs> They're very sensual. It was very weird. <laughs> the part was, where she like turned her over and then pulled the money pull, out of her like, butt. Oh, wait, like, I just didn't yeah, get that. Because she very gently turned her over and like lifted her skirt up and then pulled her panties yes, down. I thought she was going to spank her. Me and she, too. And she just pulled the money out, which would have made sense. I mean, I get she's a gold digger, but like if she had a shovel and like that's how she <laughs> got the money out or something like that. I love up. the idea of her like shoveling money out of a woman's butt. Yeah. <laughs> Um, it was just weird. Yeah, like they, it, it was a little too apparent that it had been planned, which like of course they all are. Right. But it's like, why did this random other woman just show up with money in her panties? Yeah. Right. I'm sorry, I keep so, saying that word. It was panties. I hate that word. <laughs> Me too. God. I think it's because they kind of were doing it in slow motion, and that made it seem a little more sensual. It, yeah. But in reality, it was just they felt so uncomfortable. They were just going slowly, I think. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. I don't think they intended it to uh, appear the way that it, it ended up. No. But it was pretty funny. <laughs> it was funny. It just made me think of, like— a sitcom like daydream of girls having a pillow fight. <laughs> yes. Like they're sort of hitting each other, but yes. mostly they're like caressing each other's shoulders and giggling and like yeah. staring into each other's eyes. Um, Tia and Bibiana fight each other and they do pretty well. They did. I was impressed with them. Um, and then they go out to a bar that is also an Airstream trailer park. Can anyone I tell me what was happening there? I could not tell. Making, I, I think, think I wrote down, like, at a weird lounge. So I, yeah. I clearly didn't pay close enough I attention. I think they're just making the correlation that if you like wrestling, that maybe you would go to a place like that because you might be a redneck. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's like the theme but for this LA. is trashy white yeah, people. Yeah, it's like, weird. I don't even know where that bar would exist in L.A. <laughs> I think they just created it for... <laughs> The yeah. date or something. I mean, what kind of, like, does anyone ever really go to a venue that's like, yeah, it's this cool place. They're just like a bunch of Airstream trailers with, like, lavish sofas in them. That's not a real thing. Maybe in Austin. Maybe. <laughs> Anything could happen in yeah, Austin. Yeah, That's from what I hear. <laughs> um, and uh, Ari, like, whenever he's with groups of women, I just feel like he's, like, teaching, like, some sort of like community college class or something. It's like, you girls, I was really proud of all of you. You were really like in your element. But first and... he says, I was really out of my element. You were really in your element. He always, he just, he can't help himself. He has one phrase yeah. every time he starts speaking, he just repeats it. Yeah. Sometimes you see him pause and like the gears are turning. And he's like, I gotta say this a different way. And then he's like, nope, fuck it. I'm yeah. just gonna say it just the same way. Just repeat again. what you said before. Yeah. Like, Today, you were amazing, and tonight... Will be amazing. Mm, you are awesome. <laughs> like, it's like... Sometimes he switches, like, one word, but... I get it. It's hard to carry this show and narrate Especially the whole if thing, you have but, no personality. Yeah, it's... Ari is not the best at it. But conversely, I'm enjoying it so much. Yeah. Um, Claire and I were discussing this last night, and we kind of have come to the conclusion that the worse the lead is the better the show might be. For sure. Like, Juan yeah. Pablo's season was maybe my favorite season. Yes. And he is just obviously the worst. Yes. Yeah. There's something thrilling about when the contestants 
bachelorettes, whatever, have more personality than The Bachelor. Yes. Jake Pavoka. That oh, season. Yeah. That's a yeah. great example of that. That's true. Because he got awful. the great post, uh, like, interview with him in yes. Vienna. Oh, yes. Where he was just the worst person I ever. didn't even really watch the show at that point, and I watched that yes. interview. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Um, <laughs> wow. Everyone go back and Google yeah. that. It's really <laughs> stunning television. Um. I think, you know, I've watched seasons before where all the women were much younger and the lead was in his 30s. But maybe because I'm a little older now, that dynamic is really weird to me. Like, probably when I was 22 and watching that, I was like, sure. And now I'm almost 30. And whenever Ari talks to a group of, like, 25-year-old women, I'm like, oh, you are so much older than them. And it is very apparent. Because he doesn't even feel like he's on their level. He talks down to them. (laughs) Like, he's like there to like pat them on the head and give them kudos he does do a lot of that yeah he's a very touchy-feely person that too yeah yeah he literally wants to pat them on the head it feels more paternal (laughs) in a weird way yeah yeah it does i also yeah i think i'm more sensitive to that dynamic now that i'm 30 and i'm like there's only three women on this season that are my age or older than me and they all left this episode. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And the guy is 36. I think too, well, if you go back to 2011, Emily and Brad had the same age difference as Becca and um, Ari. But it seemed different because Ari was, or Emily was already a mom. You know, she already been through a lot of stuff. So people didn't necessarily recognize that that there was yeah. that big of an age difference. And he seemed very immature. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just going to throw that out there. Um, <laughs> so they sit, they all sit down and Crystal like pops right up to take some time with Ari first, uh, which sets Bibiana off. But I want to point out that Bibiana did a great job this episode she at did. not getting uh, baited into freaking out. And I was very impressed. But at this point... Justice um, for Bibi. (laughs) (laughs) Justice for Bibi. Ari sits down with Crystal and is basically just like, I wanted to take your clothes off today. And it was weird. All these women were there. What was was this conversation? It was very weird. Also, I'm sure that Crystal is being baited into being more obnoxious by the producers. But I just... I I can't. I can't with her. And the fact that Ari seems so into it, I'm like, what is your judgment? Like, she's, like, the oldest woman he seems interested in, and she is performing youth all the time. And that's, like, troubling to me, that it's like, oh, sure, maybe I'll date someone who's only seven years younger than me. She's also yeah. a bit delusional about like, their oh, relationship. Yeah. I think, too, in that situation, I think a lot of leads sometimes cling to people who seem the most into them. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of what you're going through, a lot of times you're like, I don't even know if this person's into me. I'm not feeling that confident. And then when someone comes along and makes you feel really good about yourself, you cling to them. I mean, it, okay, it, no, that's yeah. a fair point. Yeah. I'll, I'll buy that. It just especially when, with men. Yeah, <laughs> they are little babies. You yeah. need to be affirmed all the time. Right. Um, sorry, that was a vast overgeneralization, <laughs> yeah. but Ari yeah. seems to to need that, and yeah. you know, we all need affirmation. But Crystal's weird whispering to him about how she doesn't even know how to act. Because, Why were they whispering? Because there are all these women here. And how should I, what should I do? Should I be aggressive? Should I be with, should I be with you? Like there's just all these other women. I'm like, we're on week three, which probably yeah. means what? 
10 days into this entire thing. Right. Right. I mean, it seems like a reaction to the other women, obviously criticizing her for always grabbing him. But it seems like she's now coming to him to be like, look, we all know this is about you and me. So, like, just tell me how to play this to get through. And, like, then it won't be a problem after that. a little bit. That's sort of jumping the gun is what I'm saying. Yeah. For sure. Like, she's not the only one that he seems into, even within the group date setting. Yeah. But she has convinced herself. Like, she even tells Marik. Yeah. Tells Marik, this is just a process that we all need to go through so that I can be with him in the end. Right. Like, imagine sitting someone else down in that situation and being like, you're just here as a prop for my experience. Yeah. There are, like, multiple points this episode where it becomes clear that Ari only feels like good about himself as a man if he can be like protecting or um protecting a woman like (laughs) and I think like Becca later is like maybe that's why you like moms which I felt a little weird about but like uh, and then Crystal looks like his mom she does (laughs) yes yeah no she looks a lot like (laughs) but she is also performing these behaviors that make her seem vulnerable all the time she's performing a lot of like oh I'm not sure and like oh I can't talk like speak in a normal voice and like uh, I don't know. And I think that that brings out that side of him that's like, oh, I'm a big, strong man. I'm going to, like, tell her that everything's fine and, like, squeeze her shoulder. And that kind of squicks me out, too. Like, he doesn't seem to want, like, an equal partner in the relationship. And I can't get on board with that. Well, it's just so weird to contrast her with the other Becca, like, on their day. Becca? Yeah. Or Becca... Becca K. Becca K. Mm-hmm. Becca K. Okay, not Becca. Not baby Becca. Okay. Which yeah, I don't yeah. I don't agree with that yeah, at all, yeah. but like that's just the easiest way to say that. Like, her age actually Becca does not K bother or me. Becca with a K. Yeah, yeah. Becca. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um because she seems so comfortable with herself and she mm-hmm. was just kind of being herself on the date. Whereas Crystal always goes to him for affirmation. Like almost everything she says to him is a question. Which probably plays well now because right. for the reasons you said, but yeah. I think we'll do her a disservice down the road. For sure. Yeah. I mean, I think Becca Kay probably in the end plays this in a bit more sustainable way. Like, she's like, sure, take me out and, like, give me gifts and, like, spoil me, but I'm not going to end up, like, clinging around your neck and, like, dragging you down to the pits of the ocean. Right. So, it, like, but for now, he's really responding to that from Crystal because he finds it to be, like, such a huge turn on yeah. when a woman needs him. Except for Becca. Becca. <laughs> well, right. But that's, like, the confusing thing for him. Yeah. He normally doesn't go for that. And she's so risky because she, like, doesn't need him. She's not like other women. I would, like, say that's not true, though. Like, she reminds me a lot of Courtney Robertson. I think they have that independent kind of, like, Someone spunky did, personality. They kind of look alike, too. Yes. Yeah. And you know what, what happened with Courtney Robertson is they just, like, hooked up and it, like— but now they're right. best friends, apparently. Right, but they're not like together. Right. No. Like I no, think I don't, that's a vibe that he likes, but it's not what makes him feel what, good no, in a relationship. Yes, I don't think yeah. Becca is going to win this thing. No. Um, but I, she does. Do we want her to win? No, no, no. 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 Yeah. But only because we want her to go on. To I want her to figure in better this world. Yes. Yeah. I, <laughs> Like, There's not a life left for her. That whole conversation arose because she sat him down and was like, 
And, and he was like, so do you really think you're ready to get married? And she was like, I think that I make you nervous because I'm risky because like you don't know like that I need you. And that and it's like, so do you want to get married <laughs> right. though? Yeah. Um, and She's she like, doesn't, not obviously. <laughs> not <laughs> yeah. right now. Yeah. In 10 years to someone else. Um, so Bibiana finally gets a little time with Ari and just does the worst possible thing with it. Which is kiss of death to talk yeah. shit about another woman during your time. It never plays well. Never. Yeah. Why? Yeah. She says. How do she tell women to that do she doesn't? Shit's group dates are hard for her because she wants to be respectful of others and give time to people, and it's hard when people like Crystal don't do that. After Ari just got done like vi- like undressing Crystal with his eyes and being like, "Come to me whenever you want." So like obviously this was not well received. Yeah. If you are going to go on the show, or you're thinking about going on the show, Google when Emily O'Brien told Ben F. about Courtney, and he was basically like, know your place. <laughs> like, do not say that. He was not that. into it yeah. at all. And he was really intense oh, about yeah. it. Because everyone hated Courtney, and he was like, yeah. she's the one I'm going to pick. So, yeah. but like, all season, they were in conflict yeah. with him over that. Oh, I know what he said. He said, tread lightly. <gasps> oh, yes. yeah. And... I mean, oh, you could yeah. just see her realize was that, that that was... Who were, was that with? Ben F. I know, but who's oh. the girl? Was it Emily? Emily yeah. O'Brien. Oh, I the her. rapping, like, doctor. Yeah, I loved her. I loved, but then you could just see she realized it was the kiss of death. Like, she was going home. And see, that was my my first season of The Bachelor. So mm-hmm. that's been... I'm like, that is the golden rule. Since yeah. watching that, it's yes. just been drilled in my head. But like, it's like, pretty much it. is always the golden rule. It yeah. is the golden rule. I'm saying if you've watched the show, it's... Kind of the one thing you should go into the mansion knowing. Yeah. Do not get baited into talking about another woman right. yeah. during a cocktail party. Yeah. And you know that the, that the producers were like, maybe you should tell Ari this is how you feel. And for like sure. speak to him directly. Oh, I'm sure. You can't fall for that. No. This is why you need to do Stay a little strong. research. Yes. Stay strong, girl. Because it's true. It's so early. Why are you going to waste all your time when you could be talking about yourself, talking yeah. about someone else? I think it's partly like the Annalise problem that they all yeah. get in their head. They, they haven't been speaking to him. They see other women do it. They start to pressure themselves about the conversation. And then they get there and they're like... I have nothing to say to him. Yeah. And right. then they're I mean, like, you I... know what's pissing me off lately? This girl you want to yeah. have sex with. <laughs> like, no. Yeah. Uh, um, I've just been having the realization last night that I want to give off a Becca vibe, but I'm definitely an Annalise. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I, I think that's, I think that that's, no. I like Annalise better than Becca. As much as I like Becca, I, she is starting to, get on my nerves a little bit because she seems so impressed with herself. And I'm like, there's, like, confidence, and then there's, like, I'm not like these other women. I'm cool. I'm chill. Like, I like WWE. And it's like, calm down. Like, if you're cool, we'll all see it. You don't have to be so, like, broadcasting how different you are all the time. There is some of that. I think I give her a lot of leeway because I've seen her Twitter presence, and she just makes some great jokes about, like, all lives matter. And I'm like, it's fine. You seem cool. You seem to have a lot of friends. Like, you're probably fine. She also, on her Instagram story last night, um, 
publicly apologized to Tia and Bibiana for making fun of them about WWE oh, nice. and was mm-hmm. like, I should not have been talking. I was crying that whole week. Yeah. I had no place saying anything. Yeah. She seems to be well-liked, so. Yeah. Uh, there's definitely a manic pixie dream girl vibe going on. Um, but I, yeah, I'm more of a in-my-own-head anxious Annalise. I kind of like that about her. I mean, that's definitely her, I think her defense mechanism, which I wish I could have been like that in the house because mine was to be like, I suck. Like, I'm nothing compared <laughs> to these girls and, like, crying all the time, which is what happens to most yeah. people oh, in the house. I would, that would be me, for yes. sure. That would be and me the first night. I'd walk in and, like, see how big their eyes were and, like, how, like, shiny their hair was, and I would just, like, dissolve in a puddle <laughs> on the floor. I mean, it happens to most people, and she's doing something different, which I can kind of appreciate. And that's what people should do in the house. You should celebrate yourself and not I mean there's a reason why you got picked like yeah you know yeah instead of carry yourself with the confidence of a mediocre white man carry yourself with the confidence <laughs> yeah. of a beka yeah. yeah exactly um try to channel that <laughs> you can become bachelorette just believe in yourself <laughs> Do you think they'd ever let a woman with a pixie cup be the bachelorette? I don't know. Be a bold. I think they'd make her get extensions. <laughs> Maybe. Um, and uh, meanwhile, um, Ari is talking to Tia, and like everyone, he was surprised that she cried at, at the uh, Glob event, and he can't stop saying how surprised he is in a way that starts to feel really insulting. Right. He's like, I thought you'd be cool, but you were lame. Like, that was bad. <laughs> That was weird. Um, and then she, this is when she says, normally I'm not an emotional person, but I felt weak and I didn't like that. And Ari says, well, but if you do feel that way, like I can help you feel better. That makes me feel like the man. No. I wrote, gross, Ari, which is how I was <laughs> feeling. But then they make out. Um, like, it's nice to like want to take care of people that you care about, but it just like that's not the same thing as as feeling like. I need to have a woman, like, depending on me in order to feel good about myself as a man. Yeah. Um, and uh, back at the house, the next one-on-one date has arrived. And you will all be shocked to hear that Chelsea thinks she should be on the one-on-one right. date oh, and Becca because got she's the a mom. Rose. She's a mom? This is like a, a cutback. <laughs> right. okay. We're still not up to that. There's more cocktail party. Um, and But the date goes to Lauren S., and it says, you had me at Merlot. So we know what that's going to be. Um, that was a lazy date card. <laughs> yeah. They've been pretty lazy with these date yeah. cards. Especially because now everyone knows what the puns mean. Right. Like, there was a time when you could write, um, what was the first one? Like, It's all about the ring. It's all about right. the ring. There was a time when you could write that and women would be like, I don't know, a jewelry store? Like, I don't know. <laughs> Neil Lane. <laughs> Neil, <laughs> he's going to propose to us? I don't yeah. know. Um, and uh, now, like... During the, this cocktail party, Ari talks to Becca about what her longest relationship was, and she says two and a half years. And everyone was like, oh, like when you were in middle school. Man. <laughs> so long ago. Um, but uh, they have a great exchange about how sometimes breaking up with people can really, like, change your life. And then they make out a lot. They have um, really good chemistry. Yeah, they, do. they really yeah. do. Like, it's so revealing that, like, he'll say the dumbest things, and she just looks thrilled. Like, she's like, I want to eat your face off. Yeah. Totally. Yes. I, mean, I think it might be lust, but they yes. are into each other. It's definitely, I, I feel like after a year, she would want to murder him. Yeah. Um, but it's working for now. Yeah. It's good TV. I'm <laughs> it here is for good it. It is good TV. Um, 
And meanwhile, Crystal is saying the other girls are living in a false reality because <laughs> after having a one-on-one, she definitely has the strongest relationship in the house. And they're, like, feeling good about their one-on-one time at this group date. Come on. Like, delusional. Yeah. Yeah. That is definitely who I would call delusional. Listen, she knows from delusional. Um, <laughs> and then, yes, Ari gives the rose to Becca. Um, because Crystal is stunned. <laughs> Very. I I mean, it looked like she was going to cry. She was not okay with that. I mean, he basically took her aside and was like, I wanted to have sex with you in front of everyone. Like, of course she thought she was getting right. the rose. He's being so gross with her and it's bothering me. Because um, he's clearly, like, it, n- he's not treating her like a serious contender. But, like, because he doesn't ask her any questions about no. herself or, like, treat her like a whole person. But when you get that kind of, like bomb of flattery and attention from a guy it feels like he must really be interested right for sure well i think he is interested in her he's interested because she's making him out to be really great right you know but she's not even like saying anything about herself she's just like loading him up with compliments the whole time or yeah and when she talked about herself on the one-on-one date he was like this is uncomfortable let's move out of this conversation Yeah, he's much more comfortable in the you just shower me with praise uh, phase of their relationship rather than the, oh, you're going to open up about your traumatic childhood. Yeah. Yeah. Which isn't your fault. But he doesn't. Whatever He's like, but maybe it is your fault. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Or it it doesn't reflect poorly. (laughs) Like whatever it was. Um, Back at the house, Crystal really gets into it with Marie. Um, She's like, I always get hated on by girls. Like, in eighth grade, my best friend's boyfriend dumped my best friend so that he could date Crystal. Remember, last episode, Crystal said she was an art nerd, but Mm -hmm. it's becoming clear that was not the case. (laughs) But then Crystal, like, wouldn't date him because that was her best friend. She's so honorable. But then her best friend said she'd never bring her boyfriend around Crystal again. And it's just, like, girls are just so insecure and so jealous. And it's, like... Oh, it's so unfair to She spent so much time this episode telling people about how they need to stop being insecure and value their time yeah. and just lecturing all of these women on how to conduct themselves in this situation and also, like, in, in their lives. It's the coach in her. That would drive yeah. me <laughs> fucking crazy. Yeah. So here's what we're going to do. We're all going to drop, do one quick push-up, and then See, that affirm would be- Ari to his face. <laughs> If you're going to run an exercise class for me, that is useful. Yeah. Yeah. If you're going to tell me how to spend my time um, when I have three minutes with The Bachelor, it's less useful. Maybe they should close their eyes and put their hands over their heart and think about how grateful they are. And then in no time, that time will be over. Did um, Marie didn't say anything, though, did she? No. Or they didn't show it, which I was, like, expecting a Marie truth bomb, like what she gave to Chelsea. Or whenever was Marie just so stunned that she just Maybe. stared at her the whole time. It was like, I'm going to let this girl hang herself <laughs> right. by her own words. If yeah. I were Marie in that situation, I'd be like, first of all, why are you telling me this? Right. <laughs> um, I'm just not, like, I'm not in this conversation. Like, I'm here and I'm nodding, but, like, I'm not going to engage. And then we go to Napa. Yeah. They take a plane. They look nice. It's a pretty solid date. Yeah. Whole winery is wonderful. Yeah. I was like, I want to go to Napa and go to a winery. Well, you know who else wants to go to Napa? Lauren S. Because this is a very Lauren S date. You all know how Lauren S just like loves taking planes and she like she loves drinking loves wine. wine. That's such a Lauren S thing. Who doesn't? <laughs> I know. She's like, this is such a so thing that to people me. do. Lauren S. Yeah. I um, like wine. Right. You and, know this d- date got awkward and bleak because both of them were eating and drinking. 
Yes. <laughs> That's a bad sign. I mean, to be fair, it is a winery. You got to drink. But they're always sitting at food and beverage places and not (laughs) ingesting anything. Well, that just shows that none of the conversation was important to show that they actually had to show them drinking and eating, which they never want to show. Right. (laughs) I mean, we did hear a little bit about her mom's really weird eye infection. Ear infection? Bless her heart. I know. It was really. I mean, so they first they have like their afternoon portion and they just start drinking wine and talking about how as they get older, they start like going to bed earlier and wearing cardigans. And he brings he says the cardigan thing and she laughs so hard. So does and he. then it's like wearing cardigans. And I'm like, girl, that was not a funny joke. Like it was OK. But like you're trying too hard yeah. to make him feel I mean, funny. I do relate to the going to bed earlier. Thing. For sure. I mean, it's true. <laughs> this like, is like the second time this has come up this season, though. There, someone yeah. else said this where they were like, you go to bed early, you're like eating Raisin Bran. And it's yeah. just like, y'all, y'all Jenny. are not that old. <laughs> yeah. Well, Jenny was like, what's it like to be old, you basically? Know, that's what she basically was like, is that what happens at when least you get old? was two people in their 30s, like sort of ribbing each other about being in their 30s. Yeah. But yeah, you're not like fucking geriatric. Right. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I mean, rock that cardigan. Yeah. Like, but once a man hits thirty-two, he just starts wearing cardigans. I, I don't think know this what was the is. kiss of death, though. Ari does not want to be reminded that he no. is old or right. might be aging alongside a woman. He he wants the youth, sort of. Yeah. N- next to him, to it's such glow a crazy of difference between men and women that men are like taught that like proximity to youth makes them younger. And women are like, don't put me near a young person. It makes <laughs> yeah. me feel old. Yeah. I could tell, though, that he wasn't into her because he was not touching her. Mm-mm. He was. Oh. That's the thing with him. I think if you pay attention to his body language, he tells you a lot. And he was not touching her at all. And even with Bibiana, he was kind of being a little um, standoffish and yeah. when they were talking to each other. So I was like, you can tell who he's into. You can tell he's not. Like. He's However, extremely touchy yes, when he's into yeah. you. Yes. Like later, Annalise mentions like that she wants the kiss and other women have gotten it, but maybe they made the first move. And I was like, Annalise, you guys are like 10 feet apart when yeah. you're talking. The other women, like maybe they leaned in, but he was already kind of wrapped around them. Right. So um, you're in a different situation. Yeah. But it's hard because she, you know, you don't know what he's like with the other women necessarily, but... He was not making any moves to like caress Lauren's neck no. or like adjust Caressed her shoulder her straps. Yeah. Uh, Touching her hair. Yeah. None of that. Um, so then they get to the evening portion and they're drinking wine in, in inside now. Yes. So and she uh this is when she goes a little off the rails. And I felt so bad for her, but I just wanted to be like, it doesn't look like you're having fun. No. She was not having fun during that, so let it go. Like, he's not, you're not going to be happy if every time you hang out with this guy, you're like, oh, God, what do I say? My mom had an eye infection, and my family is so great, and I love passion in a relationship, but sometimes my career is just like, well, here's the thing. I was living in San Francisco. <laughs> like, that is not a fun conversation no. for either of you. Also, the way they chopped up that day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she was having verbal diarrhea. Yeah. Full on. Which she knew. That was yes. the sad part about it. I know. I, know. I feel like they had been drinking, but they weren't enjoying each other's company enough to get drunk. And they probably had a wine headache, which was making it worse. And then she was just saying anything she could think of that was, like, coming into her brain, and it was all awful. And he was just annoyed. And that's a horrible date. You could see it on both of their faces, and she knew it. 
She knew she was going home. I would have been just like, listen, we obviously have no chemistry. <laughs> Let's just get drunk and you can just let me go. I won't care. Like she was still she was fine. like, he's so nice and sweet, and I'm missing out on all this, like all his good qualities. And I was like, that means there are other men out there that like right. all those good qualities mean nothing if he doesn't make you happy being exactly. around him. And he clearly does not. Yeah. And we've all been on dates like that where like it's just no one's doing anything wrong, but it's oh. so painful. Just bad. Yeah. And if four glasses of wine don't, you know, open you up and make the conversation flow, like it is never. It's not going to happen. It's never going to happen. No. Yeah. Yeah. And I felt bad for her because, like, it seemed like he wasn't really talking at all. And that's no, the worst kind of bad date is help. when you have to do all the talking yes. and the other person just sits there and stares at you. And you're like, meet me halfway, please. Like, say something, anything. Ask me a question. Like, tell me about your dog. I don't care. Um, I also thought the way they structured the dates this week was weird because I don't remember. Maybe they do, have done this before, but doing two group dates and one one-on-one. They usually do it, like, week one. Week one. Yeah. Which, yeah and they, did yeah. they didn't one. do. Right. So I was like, I already kind of knew whoever was on that date was going home. Because, mm. you know, it's they're not going to eliminate someone on the group date. And they're not going to eliminate that many people at the rose ceremony. Yeah, that's a so, good point. Yeah. It is early, though, for someone yeah. to be cut on a one-on-one. It is. It was kind of... I like it. I like when they just make, make right. clear decisions early on. Yeah. yeah. Let's just get to this. Yeah. Um... Meanwhile, back at the house, little snippet, group date card arrives. It goes to Ashley, Becca Kay, Brittany, Jenna, Caroline, Chelsea, and Annalise. Love is rough. Because <laughs> it's like a dog rough. Um, and Annalise was hoping for a second chance to prove that she is not scared of everything. Unfortunately, she's also scared of dogs for a very legitimate reason. And um, she's just not catching a break. <laughs> she was just way too honest on her question. Like, do not tell them every trauma no. you've ever had. Yeah. Say you're like scared of cupcakes. Yeah. Or like something yeah. dumb, like confetti. And then you can be <laughs> like, oh no, yeah. I'm terrified of I'm glitter. scared of cupcakes, but I think I can really pull it together and get over this. Um, okay. Meanwhile, back at the ranch, Lauren is losing her mind because she really, 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 really wants this date to work out, which is maybe why it's going so badly. Um, he picks up the rose, and his speech was amazing. Oh I wrote it down. He said, today was an opportunity for me to get to know you. I love that you love your family, and I really wanted this for us, but I'm sorry. I can't give you this because I just, I don't even know. I know your family <laughs> is important to you. I don't want to waste your time, like, away from them. But you're amazing. So what we what he likes about Lauren is literally only that she loves her family. And that is it. I mean, how much did she talk about her family? Because, like, I if mean, that's the only thing he can pull from their day at the winery, that He was sucks. probably tuned out for 90% yeah. of her talking. I think he's only, like, then this is a big Bachelor theme always, too, is, like, the lead had a great family and loves his family. And he wants someone who's also family-oriented. And then, like... On every date, it's either, like, she doesn't have a great family relationship, and it's like, is that going to drive a wedge between them? Or she does. They have so much in common. They could get married. That'd be so great. <laughs> it's like, are you paying attention to any other qualities about each other other no. than, like, whether you like your family? No, they're not. Um, so, goodbye to Lauren. She says she's disappointed, but she doesn't appear to be. She took it well. <laughs> Very yeah. disappointed. Yeah, it was a classy exit. Uh 
But back at the house, Lauren's <laughs> bag is, of course, taken away. Along with a very dramatic classical music cue. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that cracked me up. And Ari, too, was like, this is the first really hard goodbye. It's like, it wasn't hard at all. Yeah, we're not dumb. Yeah. Like, you can't manipulate us into thinking that this was no. a really tragic The most event. emotional part of this was poor Caroline, who's clearly close with Lauren S. Broken just hearted. Just into tears. And meanwhile, Crystal volunteers. Oh, She's the speech maker of the season. Oh. And it's always someone everyone hates. And Crystal's here to just say, you know, I love Lauren S. like a lot, like so much. But she confided in me that she has like a hard time opening up and being vulnerable. And I told her, like, you just need to do that. You need to open up because time is so precious. Um, and I advise everyone to do that because I've had a group date and a one-on-one date. And I just know that you need to just open up. And poor Lauren S. She just lights up a room. She's so wonderful. But, like, I mean, well, Caroline is, like, gets up and leaves. Weeping in another room. Which is really mature of her. Yeah. I actually <laughs> loved that. And she, who is she talking to? Tia, I Tia. Think. And she's just like, I can't with Crystal. And she's you, being condescending, yes. which she was. You would think that Crystal would notice that that happened she's and stop talking to but give life affirming advice. Yes. It is amazing because she is now aware that other women are pissed by right. things like how aggressive she is. And she could keep taking time with him, but try to dial back her engagement with other women in the house. Right. But instead, she is like actively seeming to go out of her way to say things that will piss right. them off. Yeah. Which um, this is the thing I kind of have a problem with not that I have a problem I don't really care but I think that she's just listening to producers too much you don't have to be a jerk to everyone to get the guy you can still be nice to everyone and get the guy it's not going to affect anything most of the time it's actually not helpful to be no exactly so I don't know also you're probably not going to end up with the guys exactly make some friends I don't get it you have like an 80% chance of making friends there's so many girls in the house (laughs) Um, meanwhile, I, I also want to point out that Bibiana and Tia have like a little. There's why is there no good word like bromance for what yeah. they have going on? I know, but I'm into a beautiful it. new yeah. friendship. It's so cute. So we're gonna take a quick break, and then we're gonna be back with a lot more chatting. Next is the final date of the week. It is a group date. and Dogs. Um, they're dogs. This clearly was a fail of a date because they zoomed through it incredibly quickly. And it seemed very, like, no part of it was entertaining. Which was weird because it's cute dogs. It's that dogs. should be a it's slam dunk. Like, doing doing tricks. Yeah. But they're they little just, dogs doing little tricks. None of the dogs would actually do the tricks. Yeah. They well, were apparently training to... Put on a show for toddlers? Like a dog circus. Like a dog circus, but we saw very little of it. It just seemed like production was like, eh, was this was not the best. They did get some clips of the dogs doing the trip, the tricks in rehearsal at the park, and then none the of them apparently would The actual show was a fail. It. Also, I saw um, per social media that apparently Dean and Alex were there, and they didn't get even get any screen time. Why were they there? I don't Hoping know. for some screen time. No, it, or to eventually hook up with the girls after the <laughs> show. Well, yeah, no. probably that. <laughs> Why choose? Yeah. That's They're weird. They're scouting their, their future but dating Alex pool. Alex is genuinely funny. Oh, so he's I so would, funny. I would like to see him on television again. Yeah. yeah. 
real missed opportunity. <laughs> um, but the I mean, the main thing that happens during this date is that they get lots of footage of Annalise sort of tearfully trying to crush down her terror of dogs and dramatically reenacting um, her childhood trauma with stock footage of a child playing with a puppy. And I just want to note here that what actually happened to Annalise is that she was attacked by a large dog and mauled in the face. And almost lost her eye. (laughs) Like, it's... I, I want to say that I'm surprised, but I'm not. But I am, like, really pissed that The Bachelor turned that into a joke. Like, I get that, like, the bumper car thing seemed weird. But, like, it's extremely normal and, in fact, common for people to have fear of dogs because of this kind of thing. Dogs actually attack people all the time and they're very dangerous. And she but- also almost lost her eye. Yeah. I also watched her Instagram story last night and she was literally showing all the scars she has still around her eye. And she went on to say, like, she's actually in the process of adopting a dog. She loves dogs, but dogs who, like, make sudden movements. Like, she... Uh, And it's a very very legitimate fear. Right. Yeah, other people's dogs... Like, I grew up with dogs. They were great. Once I went running with one of our dogs and almost and like almost got attacked by someone else's dog that was just running around off the leash. And it was really scary. Like the dogs got into a standoff. I was like, I don't know what to do. Like dogs can be unpredictable if they're not trained and they're not socialized. They can be very dangerous. And also, she also got attacked again by another dog while her parents were going through a divorce. Like, we're getting so many hints that she just had, like, the shittiest childhood. Very and dramatic. And being played for laughs at every turn. <laughs> and, you know, I do support the dramatic reenactment tactic. Like, I like when they have fun with the editing. It's funny. But maybe not about Not this. about the dog attack. Yeah, like, maybe yeah. you could use that for something where the stakes are a little lower. Like, I like the Bachelor in Paradise sort of feel of it. I hope they keep the, the reenactments, actually. Yeah. Like, no, this could be a funny... It's funny. It's funny. Just, <laughs> but... like, maybe don't make light of someone's yes. genuine trauma. Or, like, you can't reenact, I feel like, like someone's gonna... dad dying or something. Like, don't go there. No, 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 like, no, no, keep no. it, like, very... No. At this point, I wouldn't put it past No, them. I know. I wouldn't either. <laughs> or, like, when my brother had an overdose, like, cut to blurry exactly. vision. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. Don't do that. Um, no I think what's really going to happen is now they're going to, like, associate that tactic with Annalise and they're going to try to get her to come on Paradise and they're going to find other ways to do flashbacks of Annalise. Yeah. Because um, they sort of did that with Claire uh, on Bachelor in Paradise. Yes. Um, she was the talking to animals person. So um, at this point, the girls get all dressed up in shiny dresses and heels and makeup to perform with animals, as you do. Um, Fred Willard is there <laughs> reprising his role on Best in Show I as like a dog show part. commentator. Yeah. Me too. I love that show or that movie. Um, is doggy style comic, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, that was good. He also makes one of the best car jokes of the season. <laughs> so far, the show is like an old car. It's having trouble getting started. But I'm bummed. And uh, everyone fails at getting their dogs to do the tricks. Um, Annalise is scooping poop, and I imagine that is because she told the producers she was afraid to work with the dogs, yep. but she realizes this is not, like, a showcase position. So yeah. um, She made a funny joke about it. Yeah. 
But she's like extra getting in her head now. She's like, I don't want to break down in front of Ari, so I'm not going to work with the dogs. But right. now I'm the pooper scooper, and that doesn't put me in a good light. How am I going to salvage this? And it's yeah. like, you're not. You're not. No. It's just, That's you're not. That's actually the answer. Yeah. yeah. You're too in your head now. Um, and clearly Ari wants someone who needs him just enough and in the right ways. And he doesn't want to deal with what Annalise is going through. So evening portion, they're uh, at a bar. I mean, they always are at a bar, but (laughs) I just feel the need to point that out. Um, What do you guys think about Jenna, uh, Jenna's lipstick choices? It didn't seem very her. No. It was kind of, um, oh, who was the girl that wore the intensely bold lip that did not work? To the women tell all last season. Oh yeah, what was that? I'm like, you yes, know who I'm the, talking sh- about. the terrible lipstick color. Now oh, I want to no. like Google Why can't it. I think of it. It women was the same. It was like the same lipstick color that Jenna was wearing, lips. and it was the same intense blonde hair that coloring. Oh, yeah, the blonde girl. Yeah, uh, I'm forgetting her name. Lauren. <laughs> no, I. <laughs> this girl. Does anyone remember what this girl's name is? Was it something with a J? Uh, also, actually? Jacqueline. It, Maybe it was. It might have been Jacqueline. Let us know um, if you know what we're talking about. <laughs> I. I'm so annoyed. I literally just Googled women tell all bad lipstick, so I don't know why it didn't pull up what I was thinking of right away. Um, but anyway, I I, Jenna, this is the second time we've seen Jenna wear, like, a really bold lip color, and both times I've been kind of like, no. And I don't know <laughs> why, because I normally really like a bold lip color. Yeah. But well, I, I actually joked on Twitter last night that I forgot she was even there until I saw her wearing that lipstick. <laughs> and well, there she, you go. She, uh, she tweeted back at me, and then I felt bad. <laughs> oh, sorry. I know. But she looks really familiar to me, and she's from North Carolina, too. And I'm pretty uh-huh. sure I've met her before. Really? Yeah, but she didn't respond to me when I asked her if we'd met before. And then I maybe yeah. I seemed creepy. She was like, no, we're not going to be friends. <laughs> no, exactly. Um, clearly, she's not going to be happy with us either. But, I mean, I think partly it's because she has such dramatic features. Features. Yes. That when you add the lipstick, it's, it's like a lot. Well, and I thought, too, when she was really going for that kiss with Ari, I was just like, oh, no, that's going to be hard to wipe off. It must like, have been really intense. Maybe it was a lip stain. Lip stain, yeah. Or maybe a, it was Josephine. A, her name Josephine. is Josephine. Josephine. Yes. I knew it was, it was, was something J. J. Okay, yeah. Yeah. sorry. Yeah. We got it, guys. I had to figure Woo. that out. Um, I would have been thinking about that all day. <laughs> I bet, like, seven people have already emailed us yeah. um, at this point in the podcast. Okay, so first Ari hangs out with Chelsea. Um, who takes the opportunity to point out that it was really hard to see all the little kids at the dog show because she misses her son, but she knows she's here for something better, to discover herself through someone else. <laughs> I thought that was so weird. And then she says she's never had someone respect her for who he is, who, for who she is. That's sad. Which is really sad. And Ari's like, aw, yeah? And, like, fondles her shoulder. And I was He's like, so okay. bad at responding to genuine shows <laughs> yeah. of vulnerability. Yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, you can just see in his head, he's like, I don't give a shit. Like, I don't know these women. Like, sure. Like... He's like, you're amazing. He's like, can we just, like, goof around until we're basically engaged and then we can get serious? I thought—so he talks to her twice on this date, right? 
So this was the first time that he talked to her, and she, I think, wanted to talk about that, and she wasn't exactly showing him a lot of affection. And so he was more standoffish with her, and he Mm -hmm. was being, you know— they were sitting very far apart in a way, which I thought was weird because usually they're was, all over each he other. He was, like, adjusting her shoulder strap yeah. on her dress a lot. Yeah. And then I was kind of like, oh, well, maybe he's not into her anymore because he wasn't all over her. But then she came back and she was like, I felt like we didn't get to kiss or whatever. And then <laughs> yeah. they made out again. And then he was, like, so into her again. Yeah. So that kind of shows, like, what he likes whenever you're talking to him. Yeah. Well, he wants to feel like you need him. but yeah. And then he wants to feel like he wants to have sex with you. Exactly. Like, and that's, like, the golden yeah. um, combination for him. Yeah. Um, next, he talks to Carolyn who's like, why haven't you been in love since Emily? And he says after Emily, he dated women that he knew weren't ready for marriage as a defense and not because he likes sleeping with 22-year-olds, just like because he was afraid. That must be so nice for all of his exes. <laughs> I think I that every time he says that he hasn't been in love since Emily, I'm just like, you've dated like at least five people and you were never in love with them? Like that sucks. Yeah. And, like, his last ex before the show has said that he never said he loved her, but they dated for, like, a year. Yeah. It's long. Uh, yeah. Um, throughout this whole date, Annalise is, like, a building, like, building up a head of, like, steam that she really is afraid that things are not working out and she is getting left behind and she just needs to kiss him. Like, lots of shots of her, like, reapplying her makeup and, like plotting about going to kiss him um meanwhile jenna is just like i feel like you know what you want yeah i like that <laughs> and then it's like sucks Straddling his face him. off um that is how you need to do it annalise i'm sorry um <clears throat> but annalise finally gets some time with him and oh, it's it brutal is so it's so bad. brutal because she hasn't thought of anything to say to him no and he's not given her anything. Like, he's clearly not that eager to have a conversation. So she's like, so how are you doing? And he oh. said, it's hard. Some relationships are moving faster than others. Like, And then they talk about the, the venue. Get oh, the it was so yeah. bad. Uh, yeah. yeah, he's like, but this place is cool, right? Let, let, let me, I'm going to look away from you anywhere else, literally anywhere else, because I wish you weren't here right now. I wish she just would have been like, all right, you know what? I'm just... I'm going to leave. Yeah. This isn't, no. But at this point, Chelsea interrupts to steal her kiss. And uh, Annalise basically does go get her jacket to leave. She's like, I don't want to force it, but, like, he's kissed like everyone else. I feel like I should just go. Um, And then she uh, ends up getting sort of talked down by the other girls a little bit, I think. Um, And meanwhile, he's, like, basically like lying down with Becca K in like a little burrow or something <laughs> um doing some lying down making out and uh yeah and then he gives the rose to Chelsea so Which that was weird too yeah <laughs> I feel like he always just like feels like he should give the rose to Chelsea yeah I mean that's probably she just feels it's like a, he it's a producer it's a rose. producer move for sure yeah I'm sure he didn't 
even care who he was giving the rose to. At this point, why <laughs> yeah. would you really care? Like right. he, he knows who he's going to keep around. Why does he yeah. care who he's giving the rose to? Exactly. But on the one thing right. about when he was um, laying down with Becca is he initiates a lot of conversation with her, which I think is yes. different than with other girls. He's genuinely interested in yes. her. He wants to talk to her. Yeah. Um, he kind of makes fun of her. Like yeah. Yeah. And also a big you're way that a dork. He, a big yeah. no, you're, <laughs> you're a, a dork. dork. Like neither of you were dorks <laughs> yeah. ever. Okay. Yeah, she started that one. Yeah. Um, but like a big way that he initiates conversation with women is by complimenting them. So yeah. often when you see him really engaged with women, what he'll say is like, "You look so cute today. Like right. I loved your little pants. Yeah. Like I just wanted to like rip your costume off. <laughs> like it's so hard. And it's like okay." Um, that's nice, but, like, that's not really a conversation starter. No. But yeah. it's, like, at least it's better, I guess, than this place is cool and I'm not going to look at you. I'm glad you like your family. <laughs> yeah. It's great that you like your family, but honestly, I need a little bit more. <laughs> um, and finally, we get to the cocktail party. So um, last chance for Annalise and Bibiana to, like, make their moves. They've both been kind of freaking out about falling behind. And, and it goes really well for both of them. I mean, personally, I think it does go really well for both of them. Yeah. I'm very happy yeah. for both of them with how this turned out. Um, Ari introduces the night by saying, this week we had a couple awesome group dates and a hard date with Lauren. But I hope everyone understands I have to be decisive. He's like, his whole thing is like, I just don't want them to be mad at me. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry I broke your heart. Can you give me a hug? Like, please, so I just feel like we're cool. Well, he's trying to toe that line of being decisive, which I actually like in a lead. Yeah. But then he feels too much guilt about it. Yeah. Whereas, like, Nick was just, like, a hard, like, just went cold after he dumped someone. Yeah. He's like, yeah. look, this isn't working out. I need you to leave. Uh, it's been real. Yeah. Goodbye. And I feel like we see a little bit of Ari, like, avoiding the problem of the fact that he has women around that he's not interested in because eventually he has this conversation with Annalise and he's basically like oh I hadn't thought about whether we had any potential like he doesn't want to think about the women he's going to have to send home so he just right. is like like instead of maybe proactively letting them go in a way that we have seen some leads in the past do he's like I'll deal with it when I have to deal with it yeah. like at the rose ceremony which is I'm sure the producers love that um but first of all, Bibiana has decided to plan something special and private for Ari. Oh, poor Bibiana. This is like a Greek tragedy. This, it really is. Ugh. So she says something that's very me is being in a cabana and staring at the stars. Um, whereas Lauren S. Uh, <laughs> is more of a winery girl. More of a winery thing. Um, so Bibiana, certainly with the help of producers, but it definitely seems like it was her idea, sets up a like a nice couch cabana for Ari with, with like a, a telescope. telescope next to it. And then the producers fucking let him sit on that couch with, with Lauren everyone B, else. And then everyone else like except Bibiana. Yeah. So Bibiana goes out to find him and Lauren B to like get some time and she sees him with Lauren B on the couch yeah. and then is like can I talk to you for a second? And he's like five more minutes. Ugh. He's so not into her. Yeah. No. That was just heartbreaking, though. Yeah. Like, she yeah. planned that date, and she goes in to be like, excuse me. And he's like, please leave us alone. We're having a moment here in this romantic setting that just came from nowhere. And it's, like, crazy how perfect it is for me and Lauren B. Uh, I mean, at that point, you have nothing left to lose because you know you're probably going home. And I just want to be like, I made this whole thing. Yeah. Y'all are enjoying yeah. what I planned for me and you, but now we can't even have good things. No, I'm yeah. leaving. Like, and that's where she should have just— <laughs> I mean, I was honestly— 
impressed because I felt like it was bait from the producers. Oh, they wanted her to go nuts. For sure. And someone pointed out last week, and I missed this, that when uh, Bibiana was doing her, um, like, demolition derby stuff that they were playing, like, Latin music and, like, they've been Uh, taking these opportunities to be, like, she's, like, the hot-tempered, like, Latina. Yeah. And they laid this huge trap for her of, like, we're going to make her feel like something good is coming and then we're going to take it it away. And she just walked away. She didn't give them the material to, to play, like, Latin music underneath her as she has a meltdown. And I was like, I'm impressed by that. Although it would have been fun to like yes. for her to call them out. For sure. I'm just so relieved that we're getting Bibiana on Winter Games. Yes. Like yes. she deserves to be on our televisions more. Yes. And so I'm glad we don't have to wait long. Yeah. And I think she ended up playing it perfectly. Like she did a couple like she had one like epic call out of someone, but mo- but not enough that she came to seem like the troublemaker. People love her. People, yeah. love, People her. love her. She played it really well. Her Instagram last night was great, too. So funny. <laughs> I don't know how you guys have time to look at everyone's Instagram and tweet and <laughs> take notes. Tagged us I'm like, oh yeah, my yeah. God. Claire, so, someone yeah. tagged us in it. I need to check Instagram. It's an old, really dorky yeah. picture of Ari. And, and it says, miss you, miss already. you already with a rose emoji. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She played this all very well. Yeah. And I yeah. think she seemed very frustrated with the fact that she kept being, like, diverted from having time with him. But she seemed, like, pretty aware that he might not be... Yeah. the right person for her. For sure. Um, when you care about time that other people have, when you're, like, being very respectful of that, you don't really like the guy. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> no, because if you're like, I'm going to give everyone a chance, you don't like him. Because yeah. if you did, she was it would bother you a little. laying back a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Um, and uh, meanwhile, this is when Ari tells Becca that he's guarding his heart with her. A little bit and she's like you know why because i'm unsafe i'm risky for you i think you know i don't need you i think you go for women who need you more than you need them and ari's like mind is blown he has clearly he's never been never, to therapy he and he's clearly never been called out by one never yeah life. but this was like a legitimate like therapy session oh yeah he was like this is a breakthrough for me i yeah do that he was like great i can't wait to pick this up next week i really feel like we can finally make some real progress with my like avoidance issues with women and she says she thinks that's why he likes moms and i was like maybe it's also why he likes 22 year olds becca (laughs) jesus Um, But he's very impressed, and he likes that she's calling him out. And I think he likes it, like, just enough to, like, make out with her a lot, but it's not really what he's going to want, unfortunately. Um, The best men love to be called out all the time. Um, (laughs) Lots of close-up of their tongues while they make out, too. A lot. Meanwhile, Annalise has just been pushed over the edge, and she is determined to make out with this guy. Yeah. Um, She spends the whole night, like, winding up to, like, make her real move on him. Um, But meanwhile, he's set something up for Tia and is like, you always do special things for me. Which, does she? Has anyone noticed that I guess they've just left all that out. Yeah. Yeah. Every week she she has a special treat for Ari. Um, Well, I remember that Sean always used to say that Catherine would always, like, slip him notes. Right. We never really saw that. We never really saw that. Um. So bales of hay and moonshine because she's from the south. Did you hear? He knows her so well. I couldn't tell. <laughs> He's like, but tell me, do you love your family though? <laughs> um, meanwhile, Annalise is like, now's my time. 
let's leave. Let's get as far away from the other woman as possible. She needs a little space so that she can make her move. Therefore, they have her go on a balcony where every single woman yeah. can right. see they, her. You, there are all these shots of her like walking him through room after room and then being like, maybe a little further, maybe a little Aww. further. And they end up on a balcony where everyone can see them. Um, and she says that she really wants him to kiss her. She doesn't usually make the first move. And he says, so are you asking me? Ugh. And then she says, I'm putting it out there. And he says, I don't think we're there yet. Oof. And she's, Brutal. If she doesn't want to make out with you, it's uh, yeah. Which Which she, she knows. Yeah. yeah. But I think she's so startled in that moment. She handles it well. But, like, that is a brutal rejection. Yeah. Yes. I mean, I... I was impressed by by how she handled that moment. Like she's very like, okay, okay, that's fine. Like, but then she was sort of like, I just like wanted some clarity, but like it's okay. Um, but she just needed a little time, I think, to process the yes. um, "we're not there yet" comment yeah. because there was an initial reaction that's like, okay, maybe we'll get there, and then like five minutes later, she's like, oh no, he just like is right. would be interested by and now. I love that she went back and was like, I'm just gonna ask him. Because she right. was able to get that answer and exit on her own terms. Instead yeah. of, what, standing up for four more hours yeah. during a rose ceremony and then being sent home like that? No. no. She got her own exit. She got to probably go home, sleep in a hotel for the night instead of being up till 4 a.m. Like, yeah. I respected the hell out of this move. Yeah. yeah. Good for her. And I think it was, like— as You're always, like, in dating taught to be like, oh, well, what if, like, I don't say something but, like— I'm thinking the wrong thing and, like, I missed out on this great thing because I assumed. And it's, like, fine. Just, like, ask. Just get it out there. And then once she put it out there, he he literally, like, Ari is just the worst. He was, like, oh, I really hadn't thought about whether we might have but, a potential but for fe- But now that you bring no. it up, no. Like, definitely not. He Shouldn't you be thinking thought- about that all the time? That's your whole job as Bachelor. That's all you have to think about. <laughs> yeah, I, I guarantee he spends all his time, like, looking up, like, fitness videos that Crystal did and, like, <laughs> enjoying himself in ways that I'm not going to verbalize. Okay. Um, so, but, like, Annalise's whole attitude here is a little weird. She's like, well, you know, I've had lots of relationships where I wasn't attracted at the beginning or, like, he wasn't or, like, we worked together and I wasn't interested at all. Well, but then they were the best relationship. And I, I think was like, she's Ugh. doing the thing where you rationalize. She's sort of speed going through the steps you go through when you're dating someone and you're, you don't know them well enough to be sure it's not going to work out, but you see the red flags. You're kind of like, yeah. well, this could go this way or this could go that way. Mm-hmm. And eventually she was like, I'm just going to put it out there. And it sucks to be rejected, which is why I think... We saw her kind of self-flagellating during her exit a little bit. Mm. But it was the best thing. Like, you, you, it sucks more to waste your time. For sure. Yeah. I just, I always feel like it's this narrative that especially women are given, which is like, give him a chance. Even if you're not interested, maybe he'll be better for you than that dick you actually like. No one tells men that. Right. Everyone's like, go for the girl you want. Like, get the hottest girl you can. And women are really taught to, like, invest in relationships that we didn't initially want at all and I'm like maybe what she should be doing is getting out there and dating guys she's actually interested in because that part just made me really sad um meanwhile Jenna is straddling him (laughs) I think she was very drunk oh god (laughs) probably um so then we get to the actual rose ceremony uh in which I realized that we have not seen Sien 
the entire episode. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, we barely saw her. I think he did, like, pull her first at the uh, cocktail party, but we didn't really see that Yeah, we, she basically got no She wasn't time. on a date this week. Right. Um, she's, Bibby still hadn't talked to him at that point. Um, Crystal didn't have a rose, so she felt worrisome. And I was oh, like, God. Crystal, you are very worrisome to a lot of us. <laughs> um... And so he starts handing out the roses, and they go to. Are you guys ready for this? Yes, I'm ready. Carolyn, Kendall, Ashley, Lauren B. Now the only Lauren left. We so really he just, just says Lauren. The Laurens. Yeah. Um, which it's made up for by how he can't choose between the Beckas. Yes. Brittany, Becca K, Cien, Crystal, Tia, Mikkel, Jenna, Jacqueline, and Marique. So they, I guess they were getting rid of three women this week, and the only one left. To go home now is Bibiana. Um, Guys, this was just the decimation of the 30-somethings. Yeah. It really was. Three women, 30 and over. I don't think there's any. Are there any women in their 30s left? I don't think so. I don't so. think so. Yeah. <sighs> Guys, it's only week three. <laughs> I'm a little disappointed. You know yeah. what they say when someone shows you who they are the first time. I guess Kelsey <laughs> or Crystal and Chelsea are both 29. Yeah, uh, there are a couple. Not, not a great, not a great showing no. from the twenty-nine-year-olds. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> poor Bibiana was just like broken. She, was she broken. says, "I'm broken. I want everyone to know that I've tried." Um, and I felt so bad for her because it doesn't seem like she's upset about Ari, but just about the way she was treated during they put the her production. The they really did. Yeah, and uh, she says, "You can't force something that's not there," and she leaves. And we Preach. can't. Wait to see her in less than a month. Um, credits. More Annalise dog drama. <laughs> this is when we find out that she also got attacked by a Siberian husky while she was staying in a friend's house with her mom during her parents' oh divorce. And that's why she'd always wear Uggs. Well, that was, the that was her second dog attack because the first one was when she was a, like a toddler. This time, the family had to come down and pull the dogs off of them. I mean, like, it just doesn't sound like a, a good childhood. Um, and she did wear August to take out the <laughs> Yep. I will say, once I lived um, in an apartment um, on the second floor of a house in Queens, and the landlords on the um, ground floor had, like, a little terrier, like a really little dog. Um, I'm not I'm scared of dogs. picturing a reenactment happening yeah. right now. That dog was psychotic. <laughs> And, like, would try to attack me every time that I encountered it. But the thing that that did happen is when I moved in, my brother and his then-girlfriend, now wife, were helping me move. And the dog came, like, flying out and bit my brother on the ankle. No. He had to go to, like, the emergency. It was New Year's Day. He was helping me move. And then he had to, like, go to the hospital with a dog bite. So he should have been wearing Uggs. I mean, we would have all been saved a lot of worry about rabies. off your rent? No. <laughs> well, also because I was like subletting from uh, the pr- woman upstairs. Guys, yes. before we completely go off the rails on <laughs> what dog do you trauma, mean? can we briefly um, just talk about this news that Nick Vile is dating January oh. Jones? I love it. I love it too. <laughs> Good for Good him. Good for Nick. I mean, yes. I saw a lot of tweets that were like, oh, my God. And I'm like, the minute that we saw her on Cordon talking about she how. She was be- basically saying, I will definitely go on a date with you if you ask. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, not basically. She ask. did say that. Yeah. Good for him. And also, I'm glad to see Nick dating, you know, an older woman. Yeah. yeah. 
Just great. two yeah. tall, slender, beautiful, famous people. <laughs> but have we reached the I point so where Bachelor alums are now mixing with the Hollywood elite? Wells I mean, and Wells Sarah. and Sarah yeah. Highland. Yeah. Like, Here's another one. Wow. Yeah. Now every dude who goes on The Bachelorette is going to think that they can date a legitimate celebrity. celebrity. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you have to go a step. Like, Wells and Nick are both kind of upper-level Bachelor celebs at this point. Um, I would like to see a Bachelor woman date a celebrity. Me too. Yeah. Come on. Just more gender injustice. It's well, they all get married. Oh, that's true. All the bachelorettes. All the, all the all bachelorettes. The lead, they actually yes. pick someone yes. that they like. Yeah. yeah. We'll see you on Twitter, Ashley. I will be there. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for having me on, y'all. And now, welcome to Feminism Fails, where we rate the most cringeworthy anti-lady moments of the week on our very own patented Feminism Fail Scale. One, you do you, bro. Two, that's questionable. Three, not cool people. Four, the 1950s are back. Five, gender equality is straight up dead. So now it's time to get into our feminism fails for the week. And spoiler alert, there were a whole bunch. First, Chris Harrison says, behind every good woman. Sorry. First, <laughs> That'd be amazing if he said that. Chris Harrison says... Behind every good man is a strong woman, which not only is not the correct saying, it's also some weird old school benevolent patriarchal bullshit. Don't worry about the fundamental inequalities in the system, ladies. Just find a man and help him shine and you'll be appreciated as his accomplice. Yeah. I'm going to give that one a four. Just uh, just a sigh. That's how I feel about it. Next, Ari says that comforting Tia when she feels weak makes him feel like the man. We get it, dude. You need women to be dependent to feel good about your own puny masculinity. We're going to give that, I think, a 3.5. It's nice that he wants to comfort people, but like, eesh. And then glow happened decades ago. Do we still have to have the tired female stereotypes as wrestling characters like Bridezilla and Gold Digger? Uh, I mean, we know that they're playing off of a show that actually existed, so we're going to give that one a 2.5. But, like, get a little more creative, y'all. Finally, Crystal says that women hate her because they're just insecure and jealous. And men always want to date her. And, like, she can't help it that women are just so insecure. All women, I guess, except for her. We're going to give that a 4 because I guess we found out who the real cool girl is on this season. And I'm not here for it. And then, of course, we have our bonus race fail. Uh, the glow woman mocks Bibiana's name, asks how it's spelled, and says clearly her mom can't spell. Also, the producers have very transparently set her up to have a spicy Latina freakout. Um, nice try, guys. She didn't fall for it. But we're going to give that one a grand old five. And that's it for Here to Make Friends. Thanks to our guest, Ashley Spivey, and of course, our producer, Nick Offenberg. If you haven't yet, remember to find Here to Make Friends on Apple Podcasts to subscribe and give us a rating. We're also on Facebook. Please like our page. And Instagram. And Instagram. (laughs) And we're also both individually on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at Claire E. Fallon. And I'm at Emma Lady Rose. And of course, you can send us an email at here to make friends at huffpost.com. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week. <laughs>